cases soar to an all-time high. That's the lead headline in today's Irish Daily Mail. The paper reports that a daily record was set last night as it was confirmed that there were 16,428 new COVID cases in the state. For its lead story, meanwhile, the Irish Times reports that government ministers may press to reduce the isolation period for both cases and close contacts of the Omicron variant. The paper reports that a number of senior ministers are of the view that the state should follow the move taken by the US, which reduced the number of days of self-isolation from 10 to 5 days earlier this week, as long as cases are asymptomatic. The change was made based on research which suggests that Omicron is milder but capable of resulting in more infections, which could lead to widespread absenteeism across society. An unnamed minister is quoted saying that a review of the isolation period would be on the agenda very early in the new year. The Irish News and Belfast Telegraph both lead today with the pressure on the testing system in Northern Ireland. People there are being urged to book PCR tests only when necessary after record numbers were taken this week. Calls are now growing for a reliable supply of COVID tests as concerns rise about the testing system being plunged into chaos because of shortages. Elsewhere on the front pages, the Irish Independent builds its lead story around an interview with Social Protection Minister Heather Humphreys in which she reveals major plans to reform the welfare system. One proposed change is that job seeker payments will be linked to people's previous earnings and that recipients will receive the payment at their local post office to cut down on fraud. For its lead story, the Irish Examiner reports on Housing Minister Dara O'Brien's plan to allow vacant pubs to be converted into homes from January without the need to apply for planning permission to change the premises from a commercial to a residential unit, which would previously have been required. The Irish Daily Mirror and Irish Sun both lead with the conviction of Jelaine Maxwell, who was found guilty by a federal jury in Manhattan yesterday of sex trafficking and four other charges related to her having conspired with the late Jeffrey Epstein over the course of a decade to recruit, groom and sexually abuse underage girls. Most of today's other papers also carry details of that story on their front pages this morning. The lead story in today's Irish Daily Star details how an Irish Army Rangers wing, which was involved in rescuing Irish citizens from Kabul as the Taliban took control of Afghanistan last August, had been on the spot where a suicide bomber detonated an explosion that killed 200 people an hour earlier. Michael O'Toole quotes the Deputy Secretary of the Department of Foreign Affairs, Sonia Hyland, who is directly involved in the mission, describing how the decision was made to move the Irish troops away from the airport after they received a tip-off that ISIS was planning an attack at the site. The Department of Foreign Affairs also continues to receive coverage this morning for the controversial photo tweeted 18 months ago of staff members sipping champagne at a party to celebrate Ireland winning a seat on the UN Security Council. Diplomatic immunity doesn't free champagne quaffing ambassadors from COVID restrictions is the headline over a piece by Fiona Sheehan in today's Independent. And finally, there's a dramatic action picture on page two of today's Examiner of jockey Paul Townsend in midair as he went flying from his saddle during a race at Leopardstown yesterday when his horse, she wears it well, stumbled at the fourth hurdle. We're assured, however, that both horse and rider were uninjured following the mishap.